Hello, Internet. Welcome to the 10 Things Podcast. My name is Craig. Alongside me, face first into a pile of dressing. Stuffing. Stuffing? Yeah. Aaron Brooks, how we doing? Man, I'm good. Um, okay, you're bringing it up early, but before we do that, we need to mention Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. Um, Thursday, it's almost here. It's here. Um, do your searches for stretchy pants now. <laughs> get that prime shipping on them. Yeah, you can get it in. You can you can get it in in time. Um, so you're, a, you're you prefer stuffing over dressing? I do. I mean, I don't I don't like the the kind that's stuffed in the bird. And I, I mean, I, I don't think well, that's that, actually safe to eat anymore. They say. Uh, hold up, time out. But I don't like cornbread dressing. Stovetop is my jam. What well, What's the difference? Uh, well. One is exactly drier, I think. Cornbread dressing yeah. is a drier side dish. I mean And I don't I don't even like the cornbread stovetop stuffing. Because you know they offer one that's cornbread. Yeah. But I like the traditional that's made from just bread instead of cornbread. Okay. I mean, yeah, I can get on board with that. I I, I like it right out of the bird though. I think the USDA says you ain't supposed to do oh, that no more. I've been around in this this old world for thirty three plus years. Okay, boomer. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not that old yet. Calm down. Um, no, but I've been, I mean I've been eating that way forever, and I've never had any problems. You living dangerously. Have they there. have they changed something about these turkeys that I need to be aware of? I, yeah, I just see all the time, you know, on these Thanksgiving shows when they're leading up to Thanksgiving, everybody's like, now we're going to have stuffing, but don't stuff it in the bird. You know, that's dangerous. You'll kill somebody. Do you still eat Thanksgiving with the same people that you have for the last? N- nobody's died yet? Yeah, no, oh, nobody's okay. died. My, my, right. my dad loves the stuffing. You're right out of the bird, huh? Yeah. I mean, we don't like fork in bird, pull out and put it in our mouths. I mean, we we cook it. We cook the bird with stuffing, and then we bring the stuffing out. Now, my mom will also make some dressing, but that stuffing is just so juicy. It's got all those juices in it. So are you a dressing or stuffing person? I prefer stuffing. Okay. I'm the only one, apparently, in my family that that likes the stuffing. And the stovetop brand at that. I mean, you can just give me that. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I've got something later in the show that I want to say about stuffing, but I got to save it for later. Oh, wow. An early yeah. tease. Yeah. You want to stick around for this part. Yeah. Um, so in case you haven't figured it out and didn't happen to look at the episode title, today we are talking about the 10 things about Thanksgiving. Um, Thanksgiving top three holidays for me. Yeah, uh, number two. Number two for you? Maybe maybe one and a half. Really? I know number one for you is Christmas. I actually enjoy the family gathering and food portion of Thanksgiving more than Christmas. So what is it about Christmas? The <laughs> gifts? Are you that selfish? <laughs> no, I'm that giving. Oh, it's the gift giving. I see that I that I get down with. No, it's, it's fun, the, the excitement 
of the uh, of the Christmas morning, you know, the the surprise of oh, you know, what's everybody going to open, all of that kind of stuff. But I would say typically our Thanksgiving fair is superior to what we consume at Christmas. Well, yeah, I mean, I would agree. I think most people would think that. I this think is more of a food-centric holiday. It really is. Um, and that's what makes it so special. I also think, you know, there's some... I've got family members that are self-proclaimed Grinches. They don't take on quite the jolly spirit that I do uh, during December. And they don't enjoy the Christmas holiday as much as me. So I think Thanksgiving, if you're not a big Christmas person, there's not really any kind of expectations or anything like that at Thanksgiving. So uh, this is this could be your holiday. That's true. Do you guys do a turkey for Christmas too? Typically, we do. Uh, ham will also. We always do ham at th- at uh, Christmas. Yeah, as well. That's what that's what we do. We do a ham for Christmas. This year we're we're throwing in a, a brisket though. We're having turkey and a brisket for Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving. Wow, that's kind of a different thing. We're we're talking about adding a meat too for Thanksgiving. Really? Because Lauren is not a big turkey fan. She really doesn't like turkey. <coughs> I, I enjoy it depending on how it's done. I think smoked turkey is my favorite. I do. I I like smoked turkey a lot. Um. I did a bacon wrapped turkey one year. Ooh, that was really good. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, that that couldn't be bad. Um, deep fried turkey always a win. I'd say the that the I've never done it personally. I've had it. The traditional oven roasted turkey is probably my least favorite. Yeah, I mean, there's something special about it. I think it's more nostalgic than anything. Sure. Uh, the skin. It sounds real gross and creepy when you say it that way, but I like just eating the skin. Yes. Because it gets a little crispy. Yeah. Um, white meat or dark meat? White. Really? Yeah. I'm white meat on fried chicken as well. I just, I don't like dark meat. Wow. Well, before I know we, it's supposed to be juicier though. I think we're, we're starting to get into territory that we're going to cover. And so, why delay? Um, 10 things about Thanksgiving. We have, If you're new to the podcast, um, we don't look at each other's lists ahead of time. So... I don't know what direction you plan on going in. You don't know what direction I plan on going in. But I think I'm going to surprise you with something today. Uh Uh-oh. That always makes me nervous. Um, But we have 10 things about Thanksgiving. And do you want to start? Yes. Uh, I figured. Yeah. Um, Aaron, give us number one today. Okay. Uh, Thanksgiving. This is something that you may not be aware of. But this holiday gave birth to... The TV dinner trend. Wow, really? Yes. Is this what was going to surprise me? Yeah, yeah. This, if you like TV dinners, or if you've ever wondered who in you know who invented that, where did that come from? In 1953, Swanson—that's a well-known you know company. Uh huh. In 1953, one of their employees accidentally ordered too much turkey. They thought Americans were really going to be into turkey that year at Thanksgiving. And this employee ordered 260 tons too much turkey. Oh, that was in excess? <laughs> yes. 10, 10 refrigerated railroad cars full of excess turkey. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So to get rid of them all, one of their salesmen, a man by the name of Jerry Thomas, took inspiration from all this prepared food. 
uh, that was served on airplanes back in the day. So he came up with this idea of taking aluminum food trays and filling them with turkeys, some cornbread dressing, some gravy, some peas, and sweet potatoes. They put it all together, sold them for 98 cents. It was a hit, and that became the TV dinner trend. Well, that's a great All because nugget. somebody ordered too much Thanksgiving turkey. That's a super, yeah, super I, good one to start out with. I was, I, my mouth just kind of dropped. I was like, oh, wow, I've never heard this before. This should be a more widely known fact. It really should. You're not wrong. I mean, the world needs to know about how the TV dinners got started. I haven't had a TV dinner in... Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> I don't... Uh, a decade plus, yeah, easily. I, th- I think the last TV dinner I remember having um, was... Oh, my goodness. It would have had to be in early 2000s. Yeah, I'm probably in there somewhere. Um, Did you have a favorite TV dinner? Um, you know, I mean... I don't. I guess this counts. My, my favorite was like the, the one with like the chicken nuggets and the corn. Okay, mashed potato and the, the and brownie. brownie. Yeah. yeah, was that? It wasn't hungry man. Um, banquet. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's a banquet one. Um, although hungry man had some pretty good ones, none of them were really good though. When you say good, it's like TV dinner good. Yeah, there were much better options, and I'm sure they're better now. Did you ever eat any of the uh, the Mexican TV dinners? Yeah. Yeah, the ones with like the little enchiladas uh-huh. in it and then a side of rice and beans. Yeah. I hadn't thought about TV dinners in a long time until I read this earlier. Um, now, I've had frozen food items. Sure. Um, and some of them, uh, you know, like a frozen burrito is, is close to a TV dinner, but it's not the dinner. It's like no. just an entree. And, yeah. An a la carte item. Yeah. So now I kind of sort of want to go, and it says 98 cents. This was in 1953. Aren't, now I haven't looked at TV dinners in a long time, but to the best of my knowledge, they're still like 98 cents, aren't they? Or have they drastically gone up no, in price? No, they've gone up. Have they? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well. I mean, I couldn't. Hold on. I bet we can find this out yeah. right now. Uh, Walmart app for the win. So part of me now that I've read this, wants to go get a TV dinner and taste it. I know it won't be very good. You remember when we did that pizza thing a while back? Yeah. And we tried that one pizza from our childhoods, the the Totino's party pizza, and how terrible it tasted. Totino's and... We haven't done an episode on pizza yet, have we? No, we we haven't. That's got to be coming up soon. Uh, Yeah, Totino's... The absolute worst. But when I was a kid, I remember that little Totino's party pizza tasting good. I don't know if something changed or if it's just my palate that's changed over the last 25 years. But it was really bad. So it may be the same way with TV dinners. The cheapest TV dinner I've been able to find is um, a lot cheaper than I thought it was, but a buck 22. (laughs) Wow. And that's Banquet Mega Meals Boneless Fried Chicken Frozen Dinner. Okay. Um, so if these were 98 cents in 1953, it's $1.22 yeah. now. They haven't changed now, a whole lot. M- most of them are in the 240 range, between 230 and 240. Most of them. Um, I have a feeling this is a smaller meal. Um, 
Of course, you know, most TV dinners now are like bowls. Are they? They're like little bowls, um, you know, beef and broccoli, chicken fettuccine, uh, skillet bowls, stuff like that. Lots of Asian inspired. I think it's just easier to warm up that one. I think it works better as a meal when it's all together. Okay. Separate, you know. One thing I do remember that I didn't like in the TV dinners was the mashed potatoes. Never good. They were always grainy. Yeah. If you've eaten mashed cauliflower, that's what TV dinner yeah. mashed potatoes are. It really was. So TV anyway, there, there's my wow. first, you know, Thanksgiving kind of gave way to the a Thanksgiving mistake. 260 tons of extra turkey gave rise to the humble TV dinner. Well, that... We started this thing off in left field. I did not expect to be talking about TV dinner. But since we uh, talked about excess turkey, I think we'd be remiss if number two was not turkey. Talking about the turkey at Thanksgiving. Um, it's like the Christmas tree of Thanksgiving. It is. Um, the Thanksgiving turkey. Um, it's unclear whether or not turkey was actually served at the first Thanksgiving. Most people believe it may not have been, although some people are talking now that in some letters and, and documents that they found from this time, that it has stated in there that there were a um, abundance of turkey, hmm. that there is a, uh, I forget the exact wording I saw, um, but there was at least some sort of bird or fowl yeah. that was served. Yeah. Most people think that there was a lot of venison. Oh, and yeah. fish. That would make sense. Um, but I don't know. The, the jury is out on whether or not turkey was served or not. So how it became part of our Thanksgiving tradition and feast, I don't personally know. But I do know that Americans consume 13.4 pounds of turkey each year. Hang on a second. Every Each American eats that much? Per year, yes. 13 pounds of turkey? 13 pounds of turkey. Now, does that take in like turkey <sighs> lunch meat? I'm going to assume yes. Okay, because I only eat turkey once or twice a year. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I like stretchy pants, but I ain't eating 13 pounds <laughs> of it. Um, each year for Thanksgiving, there are 46 million turkeys cooked. Wow. 46 million turkeys that are cooked um and you would think you know the population of the u.s is quite a bit more but you're talking that's one turkey for a entire family plus in most circumstances right i mean an average turkey can feed probably if you really wanted to 10 people oh yeah we did a turkey uh last week at our church uh, we smoked one. It was like a 24-pound turkey. I mean, this was a massive bird. So you're feeding several people with one turkey of that size. Um, and we talked about it earlier. There's several different ways that you can prepare these turkeys. Um, you can do the traditional oven cooking, put them in a pan, stuff it. Now, whether you eat the stuffing or not, you want to stuff that bird. Because... It provides the flavor for the rest of the turkey. It cooks it from the inside out. And so I know, you know, however you do it, 
put your own mixture of a stuffing in there. You could put onions, bell peppers, apples. That's what I typically have done when I've, I've made apple? it. Put apple in it. What? Yeah. Put some apple and onion in there. It gives it a nice little um, note of citrus. Um, and then you baste it. You got to do a lot of basting. So you're taking the juices that come from the turkey and you're soaking them up or ladling them back on top of the turkey to let the juices stay in there. Otherwise, it dries out. It's a dry bird. You're coating the top in butter, adding salt, pepper, herbs, whatever you want to do. That's your traditional, what probably 80% of Americans are going to be doing this week. That's how they're cooking their turkey. I saw on Food Network two days ago, they were doing a Thanksgiving live show. And apparently, Julia Child did this a lot. I'd never seen it before. But to help keep that that turkey meat from drying out while you're cooking it. They took cheesecloth, soaked it in a pot with two sticks of butter, and then laid the, after the cheesecloth soaked up both sticks of butter, they took that cheesecloth and draped it over the turkey breast. Really? Before baking it. So that butter would just cook and baste itself into the bird. Wow. I'd never seen that before. I thought, I haven't that's a really great idea. So you've got that. You have, um, they make it now the, um, the bags, the cooking bags. Yes. That you, you do the same process as you do for traditional oven cooking, except once you've prepared it, you're putting it like a, it looks like just a massive Ziploc bag almost. And that steams it on to a degree. And then you finish it by taking the bag off and cooking it. Um, we already mentioned um, you could bacon wrap, which is, it's a lot, it's a little bit more work, but really good. You could smoke it. Um, you would smoke it just like you would normal smoked meats, um, low and slow, on uh, whatever wood you prefer. What's your what's your smoking wood of choice? Uh, I like hickory. Hickory is really good, and I like to throw in a little fruit wood with something, maybe some apple or some cherry. And it's amazing what just a little bit of a fruit wood will do to the meat. It just gives it a different yeah. little essence. Well, and that that's one reason why apple is good too. I mean, it's, it's almost like an apple wood right. kind of kind of thing. Um, deep fry. Um, you can deep fry turkey. It is hazardous. Yeah, you don't want to do that in the house. Uh, <laughs> in the garage. You want to be outdoors. Yeah, you absolutely want to be outdoors. Um, there are so many accidents that happen every year because of deep fried turkey because you are you are essentially taking this massive bird and it's it's not like it's any less complicated than like deep frying fries or no chicken or anything like that the problem is the the amount it takes an insane amount of oil and then the turkey itself is large. And what most people do, the problem that most people have is they fill up their oil too much. And it bubbles over. It f- overflows, hits that fire, boom. It's game over. The The best practice for that, the safest thing that you can do, if you take your bird, put it into the deep fryer, fill it up with water to the to where it's supposed to be, 
then remove your bird. Yeah. It'll show you, make that mark on there. You. You'll know exactly how much oil you need to put in Man, that. That's a pro tip right yeah. there. Well, thanks to Food Network Thanksgiving Live this past weekend, I learned that. That's a great, great yeah. way to do that. Um, the other thing that you want to do if you're deep frying a turkey, make sure it's completely dry. You don't want to put a wet bird yeah. or a frozen bird in there because that causes a lot of bad things to happen. And make sure it's thawed out. If you're dropping oh, yeah. a frozen turkey, that's chaos <laughs> yeah. also. Oh, it's going to be bad. Um, what are some other ways? Are there any other ways that you, you know of to, to cook a turkey on Thanksgiving? Um, no. Not not that I am aware of. It's pretty much all the bases. Um, but if you're having trouble with your turkey, you can always call the Butterball hotline turkey talk line that's a pretty popular thing isn't it it has been open for 35 years they have been answering this is butterball this is the company that produces probably more turkeys than anybody they've been answering questions every year for 35 years um more than that actually 1981 so you're talking 38 years or so now is my math right it's close it's close I think um, it's right. Over 100,000 turkey-related questions. Um, so if you can't find it on Google, or if you're like, I don't even know where to start, give the Turkey Talk line a call. It is open in the U.S. and Canada uh, from November to December. So even your, your December Christmas turkey questions, you can ask them there. Um, they also take questions via chat and email, and there is Spanish-speaking experts there. For our friends who habla espanol. Wow. Way to go, Butterball. Yeah. They're there to help out. So turkey, turkey, turkey. Now, um, you led off this by asking if we do turkey uh, at Christmas as well. Do you do turkey at Christmases? No. No, 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 no turkey. Turkey is a once-of-year thing for us. Once and a year. I know we're going to do a podcast. I don't know if it'll be later this year or next about christmas foods I know, i'm sure we'll talk about christmas traditions at some point for us turkey is a a november only that one day in november only event for us we do ham for christmas um we have a christmas eve tradition of crab legs right uh and so turkey does not appear any other time of year for us 22 million americans eat turkey at christmas so it's still a lot that, that's uh, it, 50% less, yeah. though. Yeah, just under half, um, but still quite a bit. Yeah. Turkey. All right. Keeping in the vein of talking turkey and Thanksgiving food, most Americans, according to a Harris poll, most Americans enjoy Thanksgiving leftovers more than they do the actual meal on Thanksgiving. True story. Is that where you fall? Um. <sighs> I don't, I don't know. I think the food itself, I like the day better, but I, as you know, love my leftovers. Yes. Uh, which is why I wanted to talk about this. Because 8 in 10 Americans prefer the the seconds over the, the real deal meal. And so that got me to looking at different... Um, Thanksgiving leftover creations because I know that you have done several yeah over the years and one I remember and I felt like this was kind of a creation that we talked about maybe 
10 or 12 years ago. Probably. We probably talked about this on our first podcast. Probably. Way back in the day. Long time ago. Thanksgiving pizza. Yeah. Okay. So when I typed in Thanksgiving leftovers, it took me to foodnetwork.com and their number one they stole it from me. Thanksgiving leftover is leftover mashed potato pizza. Yeah. And this sounds incredible. Uh, and it is sort of a ripoff of the idea that, that you had a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I know. I'm not salty about it at all. And I can't remember if, uh, let's see, we did a podcast on pizza, didn't we? No, we're, we're going to. We're going to. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've had some discussions about pizza. Yes, we've, we've had plenty of discussion. And you know some of my thoughts on pizza. I do. But this, I would accept this pizza. It doesn't have. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It doesn't hold have. On, to, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. If barbecue pizza is not a pizza, how is Thanksgiving pizza a pizza? This is this is its own category, okay? Uh, but it can't be a pizza according to you. I need to hear you say those words or we're going to go back and re-record or the next podcast we do will be on pizza. <laughs> This does not have any tomato on it, okay? It's um, not the words I was wanting to hear. It uses a mashed potato base. You got to say one of two phrases. Either it's not a pizza or Craig, you're right. I don't like to just make blanket statements. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> you love making blanket uh, statements. Okay. Um, this may not be technically a pizza, but they're, that's what they are calling it. I didn't call it this. I'm just telling you what, what this is called, and I think it sounds good. If it's a pizza, it's good. If it's not a pizza, it's still good. Okay. So it's it's mashed potatoes, uh, leftover mashed potatoes, and then you put some bacon on there, some mozzarella, some garlic, some scallions or leeks. You know, leftover, you turn it into something else because if you've got a whole bunch of leftovers, you may not want to just eat the same Thanksgiving meal over and over and over for four or five days. This I agree. leftover mashed potato pizza would be a great thing to do. Now, here's the one that I also found that we did a couple of years ago. If you take your leftover stuffing, put it into a waffle maker. I, I, I saw this. It I, is fantastic. Have you had this? Yes. I don't know how yes. I feel about it. It's it's crispy on the outside. It's still soft and stuffing-y. Is that a word? You just made it one. On the inside, they show it with a scoop of mashed potatoes on top, some gravy. They put cranberry sauce on it. I probably would leave the cranberry sauce yeah, off in that situation. I like fan. cranberry sauce, I'm not but I wouldn't do it like that. Um, so that this is really good. And if you haven't tried a, a stuffing waffle, it's a great use of your leftover stuffing. We've also taken leftover stuffing. And made a frittata out of it. Mixed up some egg with it. I've heard about this too. Uh, so some cheese on top. Throw it in the oven. Comes out. Man, it, it's a fantastic brunch item. Hot or room temperature the next day or two days later. Um, left of, uh, Thanksgiving leftovers. I, I think the thing that people like about them the most is how versatile they are. 
how many yes. different things that you can do with them. Oh yeah. Um, Thanksgiving pizza, <clears throat> how I how I have done it in the past has not been mashed potato have, uh, forward like I know that one was. I okay. This is propri- proprietary. So if you make this at home and um, like it. Um, be sure to tag us on Instagram, 10 things podcast. Cause I want to see you do it. But, um, I, I like to do, you know, of course you do your pizza crust as normal. Um, I add a thin layer of gravy. Now the gravy it's, it's the giblet or giblet gravy. That's the one I use. That's one we make my mom makes for us, um, during Thanksgiving. So I use that. Now, listen, if you're using like a brown gravy or a white gravy, it may not work. I don't know. Um, that's just the gravy that we've used. So it's a thin layer as kind of your base, your sauce, and then your dressing or stuffing of choice on top, sprinkled out, almost like thick chunks of mozzarella cheese, you know. Um, then with turkey in there, and then um, season to taste, add cheese, ball game. That's already all you need. You try to do too much, it gets too heavy and moist. And you don't want your pizza to be moist. You want your turkey moist, but you don't want your leftover Thanksgiving That's exactly pizza to be right. moist. And I know we're freaking out a lot of people who are listening to this podcast and don't like the word moist. This is the one I'm time of year that you use that yeah, word. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry, not sorry. Um, what I think pizza you, is amazing. What I think this calls for is two pizzas. You make your pizza and you make this pizza. You have two different pizzas there because these are two different vibes. And I think they would complement each other very well. I'll, I'll have to try it. I'm, I'm not opposed to trying it. There's also a lot of other different things you can do for leftovers. I had this on my list also. Um, I saw this fried rice. Doing a Thanksgiving fried rice. I'd be down for trying that. Um, turkey meat. You got your leftover uh, green beans in there. Carrots. Um, soup. Soup was also another one. That you can almost do like a ramen type situation. Um, add some turkey, some broth. Um, add some of the vegetables in there. Pot pie. Yes. Was another one. Uh, uh, turkey enchiladas. Oh, wow. That's one we've done before. Really? Yeah. Here's one I saw. Fried stuffing bites. Now, tell me that doesn't sound good. That does sound good. Fried stuffing bites. I'd be on board bites. with that. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the OG turkey sandwich cold hot does it matter i don't think it matters i prefer hot um my family uh we make these my mom she will make these yeast rolls oh yeah and so you get some turkey a slice of cheese and you warm that whole thing up in the toaster oven or something for a little bit some cranberry sauce on it oh my gosh it's so good i don't like cranberry so i'm gonna leave that off but I love leftovers, though. Solid There's choice. all sorts of things that you can do with your Thanksgiving leftovers to repurpose them. And I feel like over the last four years or so that the creativity in le- your leftovers has taken it to a next level. They next just level. keep going up and up and up with this. You, you used to be just left with just your sandwich, maybe a salad. But now there's so many other things. Endless possibilities. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Number four. I'm going to spend a little time talking about a little thing called traditions, Thanksgiving traditions. We all have them. We all have some things that we 
um, love to do is as families, as friends. Um, one big one that has become really popular over the last couple of years is called Friendsgiving. Um, this is a tradition that a lot of people will do. Maybe you have done it listening to this where, you know, you have your Thanksgiving with your family on Thanksgiving Day, whether it's a lunch or a dinner. But then at some point the week before or some point during November, you invite friends over um, and just call it Friendsgiving. Everybody brings something to it. It's usually potluck style. Um, I'll We'll take care of the turkey. You bring the stuffing. You bring the desserts, etc. Everybody come together and let's just have a meal and hang out together. It's our excuse to do it. It's an excuse to just celebrate and just uh, for some people in some places, um, let's be honest, for some of you, it's just an excuse to drink. And yeah. um, But for a lot of people, it's just an excuse to come together. I work with uh, with with students and uh, one of the, the student small groups that we have, we call them tribes. So every year we do a tribes giving. And so our, you know, however many students we have, we line up all these tables together, one massive table, and we all come together and bring food and eat. So coming together, that's a tradition. Um, other traditions include the pardoning of a turkey by the president every year. This is something the president does. I did not realize how recent this was. Can I take a guess at this? Yeah. Because th- this is just some weird trivia that I think I know. Did this begin with President George H.W. Bush? That is correct. Uh-huh. 1989, the 41st president pardoned the first turkey after noticing that the 50-pound bird looked a little antsy during his official Thanksgiving proclamation. You don't say. Since then, every president has upheld the tradition and a few of the turkeys have gone on to serve in different purpose. In 2005 and 2009, the birds went to Disneyland and Disney World parks, respectively, uh, to participate in the annual Thanksgiving Day Parade. I didn't realize it. That, that, I thought that was just forever. It seems like it would be an older tradition. Because I, I know when I remember learning that, I thought, wow. That seems like that should have been going on for a long time. It really does. Um, several other just different traditions. Everybody's kind of got their own. Do you guys have any unique traditions for you guys? No. No? Nope. Do y'all travel? Uh, t- typically. Yeah. Um, I know for... My family is big on tradition. We love our traditions. Um, one that we have, me and my brother, we call it Turkey Bowl. Yes. And we do a Madden tournament every year with just the two of us. Uh, we draft our teams. Now, back when we were younger, living together, um, this was much more intense because we had more time. Um, as we've gotten older and gone our, have separate independent lives in different cities, um, it's a little less intricate, but nonetheless competitive and nonetheless detailed. Um, we have this little tournament we play. We have a trophy. It has plaques on it saying who won every year. Um, some years we've done little side bets. You know, if you win, you get whatever, you know, 20 bucks or, or something like that. But uh, <clears throat> little traditions like that make a big deal. I, I remember when we were growing up when we were kids, it was kind of a little tradition. While my mom was cooking, we she would always have um, – you know, we wouldn't have this big breakfast because we we're about to have a big lunch. Right. But we'd have like little mini muffins and chocolate milk. Something that small, but you remember it. <clears throat> yeah, you remember it. 
we would always, I know you guys decorate, started decorating for Christmas back in like June, but <laughs> we, we always, our tradition is decorating the day after Thanksgiving. And so that Friday after Thanksgiving, we're not going to go shopping. We're decorating for Christmas that day. Uh, do you know off the top of your head who leads the Turkey Bowl series? He does. Okay. Yeah, he leads it. I think by maybe one year or two. He is ahead though. He's on a like three year winning streak too, which is not okay. Thanksgiving dinner is this a noon meal, an evening meal, or mid afternoon meal? It varies for us. Are y'all consistent? Consistently late. <laughs> That's the only thing I can say about my family is whatever time they say, you just plan on an hour or two later, and that's what it is. <laughs> um, ours, ours is, growing up, it was always lunch. Um, it was always lunch. But, you know, you get married. You have to work with other families now. Right. So um, we are actually trying something brand new this year. We're going to do our Thanksgiving dinner Wednesday night. Wow. Um, just because, you know, my brother lives in a different town. And so to give us kind of the maximum amount of time to do everything we want to do, all those little, you know, cause once, once you've gotten married and you live in different places, some of those traditions start to fade away. And so to try to incorporate them all, um, we're going to, we're moving our dinner to Wednesday and we are on Thursday. That's when I'll do my Thanksgiving pizza. Okay. But then we'll go to Lauren's family okay. for lunch and then come back that night and do the pizza and all that stuff. So trying to accommodate and then Friday we'll get to decorate for Christmas and do some of those things too. Typically we're going to eat somewhere around the three o'clock hour. Yeah. That's give or take an time. hour. I think if I had to pick a time that would be yeah, like a late lunch because it's super early dinner. I usually eat something light that morning and then three o'clock comes and then it's just kind of like a nonstop yeah. eating thing from then until until bedtime. Yeah, uh, you're just kind of grazing. My mom used to say that um, her family growing up, they would have their Thanksgiving lunch, and then the food would just stay out the rest of the day. Like you just go back, right. pick up leftovers, That's whenever you want, nibble, pick up pick up a leg, and just go walking around eating it. You know. Um, so Thanksgiving traditions. Um, I would say the one tradition that we have, and it's not necessarily Thanksgiving, but the day after Thanksgiving, we always gather around to watch the Arkansas football game. Yeah. Same here. So that's maybe our one tradition. Yeah. Aaron, hit us with number five. Number five. Uh, we, we could not discuss Thanksgiving without talking about... The Thanksgiving Day Parade. That's 100% right. You talk about traditions, uh, that's kind of a tradition. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily my favorite tradition, but without thinking, every single year, wake up, first thing I'm going to do is turn it on and put the, the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade on. Mm-hmm. Even if I, it's not my favorite thing to watch, oh, it just feels like you have to have it on. You really do. There's so many cheesy moments in it. It's been going on since the early 1920s, but the first Thanksgiving Day Parade had no balloons. That's right. There were no balloons in it. Uh, A German-American illustrator for good housekeeping uh, completed some illustrations, and somebody put his 
creation to life and brought all of these amazing balloons and floats into the parade in 1927. Um, now, what it did have before balloons, though, was animals from yeah. the Central Park Zoo. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I'd love to to, to be a part of that. I mean... You gotta. You have to assume that that parade back then was not the what it is today. Obviously, it wasn't, but um, probably wasn't as big of a deal either. I I don't know. Obviously, I wasn't there. Um, but I think it, it at least by the forties had grown to be pretty popular because I could remember watching the Christmas movie Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street from the nineteen forties. And it's based around an employee who works for Macy uh, store and the Macy's Day Parade. And I just remember how massive the parade was that they were showing in the 40s and how many people were gathering for it. So it, I would say at least by the 40s, it had grown to be a very popular event. Now, obviously, it must be much larger now yeah. than it was then. And obviously, with the invention of television, it's viewed by millions of people. Um, but it's just a Thanksgiving thing. You got to have the Macy's Day Parade on. You TV. do, and I have a lot of problems with the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, yes, it's a tradition. Yes, it's on TV. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it, but I have a huge pet peeve, and I know you know what this is. <laughs> it is the biggest pet peeve uh. for me. Stop lip syncing yeah. the songs. It is so annoying to watch them. I know, Christina Aguilera, you're really talented. Why on God's green earth are you lip syncing to your song? Just sing it. We have the technology available. Right. You are able to perform live. I know it's cold. We don't care. Just do it. Now, I understand that there are risks involved. I understand Mariah Carey, a couple of years ago at the New Year's <laughs> Eve bash, decided not to lip sync and ended badly. I understand she also tried to do it with the lip sync and forgot the words right. and the voice kept going. Yes. I understand all of these things, but just sing the yeah. song. The, the other really annoying thing... And I don't know how many people notice this. I know for people like us who may work with sound equipment and things like that, when you watch some of these people that are lip syncing, holding a microphone that's supposed to be a wired microphone and it's clearly not connected to anything. And you can, I mean, it's just yes over the top. It's yeah. Okay. You're getting me brought up, man. Come on. Um, Yes. Okay. If you're going to lip sync it, as much as I hate that, don't walk out with a microphone. Just don't don't bring no. one. Just everybody knows you're lip syncing. Right. So just perform. Just right. get up there. I... Uh, <laughs> it frustrates me so much. Um, I do know this. 40... I had this on my list also. One of the little nuggets of information I had was 44 years after the first Macy's Parade... Snoopy made his debut ah. in 1968 as a balloon. Throughout the years, the Beagle has a total of seven different balloons, making 39 appearances 
before he was replaced with Charlie Brown in 2016. 39 years. Wow. Of having Snoopy in there. It's any, amazing. Any idea what the most popular balloon is? It'd be hard probably not to have Snoopy in there yeah. in that mix. That, that would be my guess. There's been several. Um, I know SpongeBob's been on it several years in a row. Um, I know there's been... Well, that's a Google search away. You know that, right? Yes. That's a Google search it away. Is. What what has been... Have you have you ever had like a favorite parade moment? No, because I don't know that I ever really pay that much attention to it. It's just kind of a background thing that's going on while we're prepping things in the kitchen and getting things ready uh, for the day. Um, and again, because we travel, we're packing up, we're getting ready to leave um, to make a two-hour drive. So it's just kind of on. You pay attention to it for a minute. Something catches your eye. So I don't know that I really have any favorite moments, anything that's really stood out. It's just kind of background noise for the morning. Um, this is according to what side of Entertainment Weekly. Their most popular, um, their ranking is Charlie Brown, uh, Garfield, Mickey Mouse, Big Bird, Spider-Man. Hmm. Um, so that's their list. I do know, you know, Santa Claus always ends it. Yes. There's always um, local marching bands, which I appreciate. They yes. kind of spread it out across America. I know uh, uh, we've had, our, Cersei has had some bands make yes. appearances from time to time. Um, so it's always good to see that. Um, another little tradition, um, you, you mentioned the parade and I mentioned traditions earlier is uh, the the dog show is right after that. It is. And of course, you know, we watch a lot of football uh, on Thanksgiving, but when it's advertising or something, we are always switched over for some reason, watching the dog show. None of us care, but it, it's on the TV. Yeah. Okay. I think it's time for a break. Don't you? Yeah. All right. So we're going to take leftover turkey. Yeah. We're going to take a break and we will be right back. Okay, we have made it back from our tryptophan nap, and uh, we are ready to roll on. This is this is obviously a longer episode than it typically is. There's so much to enjoy about Thanksgiving. It is. Well, you got extra time off, so you have extra time to listen to That's your right. Tryptophan yeah. podcast. Maybe you're driving to go see family. This is keeping your family entertained on your Thanksgiving break. Okay, we are at number six in our list, and... Um, you you mentioned right before the break football, yes. So we're gonna go there with oh yeah break. number six football. The first uh, professional Thanksgiving Day football game was played in 1920. So almost almost exactly we are 99 years wow. short, uh, or one year short rather. Uh, 99 years ago, uh, Thanksgiving fell on November 25th, and there were six football games played according to Pro Football Hall of Fame. Non-league teams like the El Raya Athletics went up against league teams and counted in the standings. So um, 
the first year that football was played, professional football was played on Thanksgiving, was in 1920, and it's been a tradition ever since. Um, I know there was one year when I was doing some research about this that said that um, I don't remember what president it was, but decided you know Thanksgiving's always been on the fourth Thursday of the month. Yes, and one year they moved it to the third Thursday of the month, um, and that freaked people out because that changed the football schedule and there were no games scheduled for that Thursday. Oh, wow. And so, um, it, it quickly got, that was one of the reasons football was one of the reasons that Thanksgiving got moved back to the fourth Thursday of every month. The Detroit lions, they make their way into Thanksgiving tradition because since 1934, Thanksgiving day games have always included the Detroit lions. And since 1966, the, Favorite team of America? Calm down. Not my favorite team. No. I don't even think it's America's Self-proclaimed favorite team. America's yeah, favorite self-proclaimed. team. Self-proclaimed. Dallas Cowboys. They've hosted uh, a game since 1966. So those two teams, you'll always see them on TV mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving Day. And if you've wondered uh, why, it goes back a long time, and we've got the, we've got the information there. Yeah. Um, I know you're watching a game. I'm watching games. Yes. Um, how invested are you in the game though, or is it just on the Lions game? Because they typically are the first game that morning, like eleven o'clock. Yeah, early. Uh, usually not watching it. I've got quite a few family members who are Dallas fans, so by the time we've gathered, when they come on in the afternoon at three thirty, we've typically you know eaten about three o'clock. So the Dallas fans have gathered around the television. And have become invested in the game. And so that one we pretty, we pay pretty close attention to. And then we typically move on to college football. Because there are several college football games now that are played on Thanksgiving. Um, so we're usually pretty invested in those late afternoon, early evening games. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole season, the whole weekend focuses, has some hint of a focus of football on yes. it. Yes. You know, between like me and my brother playing Madden. NFL games being on. College football has moved to Thursdays now. Um, the Arkansas game is always on the day after. Um, or just, you know, you've got your your family over, dads, grandpas, uncles, cousins, um, and you go out and play a pickup game in the yard or yeah. something like that. Um, it's just so, in, you know, football is such a part of fall that you add Thanksgiving in the mix. There it is. We couldn't talk about Thanksgiving without talking about what happens the day after? Yeah. Black Friday. Yep. It is one of the busiest days of the year. And I know what you're thinking for shopping, but that's not where I'm going. Black Friday is the busiest day of the year for plumbers. <laughs> we don't want to leave this out. Uh, this is it really? <laughs> if, if what I have read is correct, all right? <laughs> so if this is wrong, I'm sorry. But uh, according to the internet, and the internet's never wrong. The internet's uh, never wrong. It is the busiest day of the year for plumbers. Uh, so, you know, I mean, think about it. I could see how this is potentially true. You have a house full of guests on Thanksgiving. You're eating all of this food. And, uh, you know, it could create a little bit of stress 
on the house's plumbing system. Not not just not just in a bathroom. But you got, you know, you could have people putting stuff down your drain in the in the kitchen, uh, clogging up the the sink, stuff like that. And so more than any other day of the year, uh, plumbers are at people's homes on that Friday fixing plumbing problems. <laughs> it's so funny. So this year, people that are listening. Be considerate. Yes. Before you go putting something down into the sink that doesn't have a garbage disposal, ask the person whose house it is, you know, hey, where do you want me to put these, you know, these scraps at? Yeah. Compost heap. So that way you can help save on the plumbing bill the next day. Although we do love our plumbers. We do. We we don't want to put you guys out of work. We're just trying to make it a happy day for everyone. Because we know you want to enjoy the the holiday season as well. You probably don't want to be out unclogging a toilet the next day. No. Let that wait till Monday. So, yeah. Black Friday. It's popular for other reasons besides just plumbing, though. Well, and we're, let's talk about those reasons sure. right now. Okay, so number eight, Black Friday for the reason that most people think of Black Friday, um, the shopping. Um, I have another pet peeve about this. My pet peeve is that Black Friday has turned into Black Monday through Friday. Um, stores are opening now on Thursday. <laughs> on Thursday, yes. Like at noon. Black Friday starts on Thursday. No, stop it, you People, uh, this is a family podcast. Um, it's bad enough that Black Friday is what it is. The National Retail Federation reports that more than 174 million Americans shopped from Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday. Hang on, how many? 174 million. That's like half the population of the United States. Yeah. Um, the Those people, those 174 million... They have spent an average of $335 per person, according to the Washington Post. The biggest spenders are millennials from 24 to 35. They paid out an average of $419 per person. Um, only 51 million of those shopped exclusively in stores, while 65 million did both online and in store. Um so obviously a massive amount of people american shoppers this is this is insane american shoppers on black friday spent a record 5 billion dollars in 24 hours wow that marks a 16.9% increase compared to black friday of 2016 um so just a massive massive thing do you go black friday shopping not typically it's been several several years since we actually went out i will maybe try to catch a deal on something online but i really have no interest in fighting with hordes of people in most cases to save you know a few bucks on something um it's not it's not worth it that it's, much. To it's me. really not. And um, I'm not going to go camp out somewhere all night, freeze, um, or try to go to Walmart. I mean, you take your life at risk. Well, since 2006, 11 people have died. Oh, my goodness. And more than 100 people have been seriously injured in Black Friday shopping related incidents. Dial it back, people. Bring it back. 
That's um, not what the, I mean, we just, we just spent Thursday talking about why we're <laughs> thankful. And then we go try to kill people later that night. Yeah. The next day, trampling yeah. people, ripping $2 wash rags and bath towels away. So my pet peeve comes when it, when Black Friday hits on a Thursday. Now I, I understand I, I have, as much as I have a problem with it in general, I don't have a problem if Black Friday starts at midnight. No, that's fine. If it wants, to, if you want to do midnight things, I think that's neat. I know it's a part of some people's tradition that they, you know, will go late that night, early that morning, and wait in line, and it's fun for them, and it's you know, getting the hot cocoa, and we get to have fun. I'm okay with that, but let's not make it a noon on Thursday type of situation. No. Um. So Black Friday's number eight. Aaron, hit us with number nine. Number nine, uh, I found this interesting. A Thanksgiving breakdown of America's plate-by-state look at the the food that each state's interested in for Thanksgiving. Okay. This was compiled, uh, comprised by uh, General Mills. They're very into Thanksgiving food uh, stuff. And so... Wait, they make more than Cheerios? Apparently. Okay. They've taken all of the data from the top searches at Betty Crocker and Pillsbury and put it together from each state to find out what you're looking for for your Thanksgiving grub. Okay. All right. Now, we're in the natural state. Great state of Arkansas. And uh, if you had to guess what Arkansas... (laughs) No, no. Don't. Please don't call it that. Please do not. Do not call it Arkansas. Uh. If you had to guess what Arkansas was looking for to cook on Thanksgiving, what would our top food be? Okay. What would our top food? Now, this is just any food? Yep. Does not it does it exclude turkey? Uh or this is just it's Betty Crocker and Pillsbury. So this is probably baked goods of some kind. Yeah, it, it could include that. Arkansas. Arkansas. I am going to... This is searches that take place from November 1st through Thanksgiving Day. On how to cook this item? On not just how to cook it, but they're just looking for the most searched recipe in each state. Mm. I'm going to say mashed potatoes. Ooh, that's a great guess. I would say that is the number one... Well, I mean... Okay, turkey gets number one. Yeah. But after we put, out of all the side dishes, mashed potatoes got to be number one, right? Yeah, you would think. You got to have mashed potatoes number one. That's not what we're looking for. Um, it is what Illinois is looking for. Okay. Well, what's what's Arkansas looking for? I'm Chicken curious. and dumplings. For Thanksgiving? Yeah. Really? Chicken and dumplings. Uh, you know, Colorado's looking for cranberry sauce. California's looking for mac and cheese. Uh, Delaware is looking for sweet potato casserole. Um, Idaho is looking for biscuits. You've got people looking for sweet potato pie. I love sweet potato. Not not Corn sweet potato bre- pie, casserole. Okay. you got people looking for sweet potato casserole. You've got people looking for uh, pumpkin pie in South Dakota. Arkansas, you're looking for chicken and dumplings. That's strange. Alabama's looking for sausage balls. That's a Christmas Eve thing. I could get down with that for we Christmas. We do it on Christmas Eve. That feels like Eve. a Christmas or a New Year's thing. Stinking sausage balls, man. More Those of a are party. New Year's Eve tree for us. Oklahoma wants pecan pie. Mm. Minnesota wants green bean casserole. Nebraska wants monkey bread. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out who in Arkansas is searching for chicken and dumplings. Yeah, that's, that's strange. 
I feel like it is too. Um, but hold on though. Wisconsin and Arizona was both looking for shrimp. And if you're in Wisconsin, why are you looking for shrimp? Really? I mean, you are in the heartland. What are you doing messing with shrimp? So I thought it was interesting and you can look up this, uh, this data for yourself online. It's, it's always interesting to see what different States are into, uh, for different holidays. Because uh, we talked about this back at Halloween. We looked at what each state, you know, purchased as their number one yep. uh, Halloween candy. So I thought we'd do that for Thanksgiving. And uh, Maryland, give you one more here. If you had to guess what Maryland was looking for. Man, you're, the way you're setting it up, it's got to be something completely off the wall. Maryland, I'm guessing they want to know how to make cheeseburgers that's a good guess i mean they're they're known for uh for those juicy lucy hamburgers right isn't that where sure, they come from yeah uh, but maryland's very well known for one specific food item it's crab crab they want to know how to make crab cakes i was gonna say crab yeah, cakes, but okay yeah in maryland they should know how to make crab exactly cakes. <laughs> wouldn't you think that they should know how to make crab cakes in maryland that's yeah. what they're searching for I almost said that i was like well, that's <laughs> It like, was too obvious, was Too obvious. It? Right, yeah. So that's what they're doing. Okay, number 10. Um, I don't know about you, but a big part of Thanksgiving for me is the dessert. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the turkey is the star of the show. Your, your sides, your mashed potatoes, your sweet potato, all that stuff, great. But desserts, man, it's the one time, it, starting in, you know, back in October, you got to start eating candy. Um. Now you're moving into some... Yeah, candy was the gateway drug into the, yes. the hard desserts, <laughs> the hard-baked goods. And so, um, Aaron, what's the most popular Thanksgiving dessert? I'm going to guess pumpkin pie. You are correct. Okay. Uh, you cannot have Thanksgiving without having pumpkin pie. It's just like a law. I would, um, but that's just me. You don't like pumpkin stuff, though. I don't. Um the most popular dessert, pumpkin pie, easy favorite. Um, it's not made from actual no. pumpkin. Um, I mean, there's pumpkin in it, but that's not really what you're what we going think for. Is, yeah, yeah. Um, it's pureed roasted pumpkin, and honestly, even that, a lot of times, is actually not pumpkin. It's, it's not another pumpkin. kind of squash. It's a squash, yes. Um, but it's got all the the, the spices in it: nutmeg, cinnamon, ginger. That's spice, what. Cloves, that's what. When mace. we think of pumpkin pie, yeah. we think of those spices, right? Um, other popular ones: pecan pie. Yeah, there we go. That's my jam. Pecan or pecan? It depends on where you at. I like to say pecan around here just because it gets people riled up. <laughs> uh, pecan probably. Pe- pecan was my go-to when I was a kid. Um, apple pie. Hard to turn that down. It's hard to turn it down with a little ice cream on top. Perfect pumpkin cheesecake. Um, I'm I'm a big cheesecake fan. Carrot cake. Ooh, I like a good carrot um, cake. Cranberry pie. I've never had cranberry a cranberry pie. pie. I've never had. One. Never heard of it. Um, that's apparently really popular. Pumpkin roll. Yeah, I love a good pumpkin roll. Egg custard pie. That sounds good. Um, so some of the most popular ones, obviously, you know, you've got your. You could do other stuff, you know, chocolate pie, chocolate pie, peanut butter pie, yeah, the list blueberry goes on pie, and on and on. 
Uh, we have a tradition in my family. Again, we were big on traditions. Um, we've had this one as long as I can remember since I was a kid. Um, my mom uh, makes each of us in our family our own dessert. Your own personal dessert. It's our personal. And it's not like a mini size. It's it a is, full It's a full dessert. Full deal. And so uh, for the longest time, it was a pumpkin pie or a pecan pie for me when I was a kid. My brother would get pumpkin. Uh, as we've matured and gotten older over the years, we've gotten more creative with our desserts. Um, I love, I've asked for, I've had cheesecake all to myself. And the beauty of having a dessert all to yourself, you can start where you don't have to cut a slice out. You, you just go dive right, right in the in. middle of it. Oh my gosh, it's the best. So um, desserts, man, what better way to end a podcast than with dessert? Well, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, I mean, you're starting out here at the beginning of the week. Um, and yeah, so you got a couple days to go, but this this week ends with pie. It's a good way to end. It's a, it's a good way to end this podcast. It's a good way to end this week. Pie. Aaron, give me some honorable mentions if you have them. Um, well, it is what I would call the official start of the Christmas season. It's a true story. Okay. Some of us like to get a little head start on it, but... I would say overall, this is viewed as the official start of the season. I mean, the parade ends with Santa. Yeah. So, movie Christmas movies are coming on TV now. Even though Hallmark started back at the end of September, uh, real Christmas movies start coming on TV now. Um, all of that kind of good stuff starts uh, the holiday season. That's my big honorable mention. Um, I had two quick ones. One ties into what you're you're talking about. Uh, did you know Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving Day song? No. Because before becoming a Christmas anthem, Jingle Bells uh, in 1857 was titled One Horse Open Sleigh and intended to be a Thanksgiving song, but okay. started becoming popular on Christmas. So you have no problem in playing this song pre-Thanksgiving. You know what? I'm trying to. I'm thinking through the lyrics as I'm. There's no. There's no Christmas reference. I don't think there's a Christmas reference in there, so I'm. I'm fine with it. Okay, good. We can start building a pre-Christmas playlist for you. Starting on Thanksgiving, you can listen to that. Um, Over the river and through the woods. Also, another grandmother's house we go. Um, And just another honorable mention is entertainment in general. The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh yeah. SNL fan uh, Thanksgiving episode. They do it every year. it's obviously a great time to watch movies. Um, you're with, you know, maybe family. You have to do a movie night later that night. Um, just an excuse to be inside watching movies, How about board TV games. shows, board games. Yeah, oh yeah, um, the works. Um, it was always a tradition for us to start off Thanksgiving night. We'd always watch Home Alone, kind of ah. kick off the the holiday season the right way. And so, um, yeah. It's a great time. Have fun this weekend. Enjoy it. Enjoy time with family. Be thankful for something. Be thankful, yeah. Aaron, what, what, give me what, something you're thankful for. Uh, I'm thankful for those people who have listened to this podcast so faithfully over the last few weeks. Such a great marketer. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank you for giving us that five-star rating, leaving us a review, and telling your friends about the 10 Things Podcast. Hey, also this Thanksgiving, be social by talking to the people in your in the room and not just staring at your phone all day. All right. Ooh, so Man, you turned it on a dime and got serious on us. I did. I just want to throw that out there. That that's that's your public service announcement. Be be that kind of social. You you can post your your later grams. Yeah, I mean what I like to do is I, I like to take a picture right off the bat and then put the phone up and post it yeah. later. 
Exactly. Take your picture. Get the good food. Yep. But then put it down for a little bit. Um, those words are going to come back to haunt me because I'm usually that person who likes to be on my phone. Make some memories with your friends, with your families this Thanksgiving. Help somebody in need. Share a meal with a friend. Yeah, if you have the opportunity to go serve somewhere, go serve. Um, help out in the kitchen in the morning. Look, Thanksgiving's not going to start. The, the dinner or lunch isn't going to start until later that day. Go do something that morning. That's right. Um, they'll have the parade on. That's what the whole holiday season is about. Yeah. Give back some somehow. Um, post something encouraging. Be nice to each other. Don't get in a fight at Black Friday shopping. Don't kill anybody while you're looking for that deal no. on a TV. You can get it on Cyber Monday cheaper. Just That's remember right. That. Okay, yeah. Don't forget to like, subscribe, give us the review. Find us on Instagram and Facebook, 10 Things Podcast. Um, Aaron, I've enjoyed getting into the holiday spirit a little early with you today. Oh, yeah. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.